0: Welcome to the Terry and Jesse Show. Jess is out. It's it's Monday. And I have a special guest, Dr. Scott French, who is a medical doctor who has some insights on the problem of marijuana. We have lots of reports coming out on how bad it is. And I just thought it would be good to share with family and friends because the world keeps thinking that, oh, that's no problem. Wait till you hear the statistics on it because it's been around for so long now. We know the, the the jury is out. It's really bad for our health, and um, more importantly, it's even worse because we lose our free will to choose God. That's even more important. So we'll be talking about that, and uh, <clears throat> I want to also give you a report on the Defending the Faith conference in Tyler, Texas. I got back over the weekend. Wow, what a faith builder that was! I would encourage you. I know we're we're editing some of the recordings. And it'll be made available through Virgin Most Powerful Radio. So keep in touch. We'll probably send you an email blast on that one to get the word out. Uh, it was fantastic. Uh, Bishop Strickland led us in worship. Uh, he he in the Mass, the Adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. Confessions were going on all day long during the conference, both days. That was a phenomenal experience. And then I want to share with you just a quick story. Before I came to the office I took my grandson to the park after breakfast, and we were playing in the park here in Covina, and, um, you know, I talk with everybody. I give cards out for downloading the free app for Virgin Most Powerful, and I saw a young mother with her son who's 20 months old and was chatting with her, and I saw that Grandma was videotaping the kids at the park. So I said, is this Grandma? Hi, Grandma. God bless you. Isn't it great being a Grandma? I'm a Grandpa, too, and it's just fun. Well, I find out that this woman's Catholic and her family goes all the way back to the persecuted church in Mexico. So I said, wow, you're probably going to like what I'm going to share with you. So I pull out a card and I said, have you ever heard of Bishop Joseph Strickland? The woman almost faints. She couldn't believe it. She said, I can't believe you're showing me this. I've been talking about him for the last two days. Because he's the one bishop in this country who's standing up to the culture of death. Whether it's pro-life, he spoke and said, I saw what he said about President Biden. He shouldn't be receiving all the communion. Of course he shouldn't, but where's everybody else? This guy stands out. And I said, well, I interview him every week on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. You can download the app, and you can start listening to him. She about fell over. She said, you know him? I said, yeah, I interview him every week. (laughs) So you see how God's providence. She said, I can't believe God did this to me. And so I told her, I said, God will do that. He uses the weak to confound the strong. And he uses knuckleheads like us. So I just had to share that on the air because that's why I want to encourage you, our listeners, if you don't have cards that have free app uh, cards for Virgin Most Powerful, hand them out to friends. This woman now is on fire because she now has a way to contact Bishop Joseph Strickland and listen to his teachings that are the teachings of Christ. As I mentioned, Dr. Scott French will be with us to talk about the problem of marijuana. Uh, I also want to give you a, uh, I call it the need-to-know file. Uh, Next state, I think it's the 20th state. Now it's Alaska. Alaska is now saying no boys that want to be girls can play in girls' sports. Wow, profound, isn't it? But this is what we're up against. We're so mixed up about our identity as a man or a woman. So I, I thank Alaska for using common sense because, as I've always say, common sense ain't that common. All right. Well, let's uh, let's bring in uh, the uh, the gospel first. We'll have the gospel for the day, Luke chapter four, verse thirty one to thirty seven. So, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus went down to Capernaum, a town of Galilee. He taught them on the Sabbath, and they were astonished at his teaching, because he spoke with authority. In the synagogue there was a man with the spirit of an unclean demon. And he cried out in a loud voice, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Be quiet, come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down in front of them and came out of him, Without doing him any harm. They were all amazed and said to one another, What is there about his word? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits and they come out. And the news of him spread everywhere in the surrounding region. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You know, when I read this gospel and I see how Jesus was doing an exorcism there with his authority, I, I, I want to question whether our clergy really understand that they have the power through Jesus Christ to do this. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I was in Tyler, Texas, for the Defending the Faith Conference, and I think that's why people were so impressed with Bishop Strickland. He spoke with authority. The authority of God's word? And his personal love for Jesus Christ, it came out in the conference. And during the conference, you'll see the videos, if you get them from us at vmpr.org, you'll see that the audience just stood up and started clapping while he was teaching us about the faith. And I thought, man, this is like the early church, like first century Christians. People were just on fire, just erupting with joy because he was not compromising one iota about the moral teachings of the church. And I think that's refreshing, but because we have so much compromise in the church today. So I think what this gospel says to me, that we know who you are. Bishop Strickland knows he's a successor of the apostle. And whether it's the president of the United States that tries to tell him, hey, I can do this. When you have authority from God, you say, no, I'm going to love you with the truth. But I think, unfortunately, many of our leaders don't realize that their power comes not from themselves, but from Jesus Christ. And I think that's what Bishop Strickland moved us all to do. And I want to encourage you, after today's show, the show he's going to do in about 50 minutes when this one's over with me, is going to knock you off your horse. The guy talked about a document... January nineteenth, 1972, from Pope Paul VI. And what he said was so apropos for us today. If you're, not, if you're listening on a station that doesn't carry the Bishop Strickland Hour, get our free app. Go to vmpr.org. Download it on your smartphone. You're not going to want to miss a show with Bishop Strickland. This guy is outstanding. So the gospel really says, you know, the devils, they know who you are. You're the Holy One of God. And I think in one sense the devil is laughing at us because many of us in the church don't even acknowledge there is a devil. But we as Catholics know the sense of the faithful. We know the deposit of faith, and we know we need to be protected by the blood of Jesus Christ. And where do we get that? The greatest exorcism, more powerful than an exorcism, confession. That's what Father Amorath said, the chief exorcist of Rome. So it's important that we frequent the sacraments, please. And Adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. We did that over the weekend in the Tyler Diocese. And you saw Bishop Strickland just prostrate himself before Jesus Christ. And others followed. You see, his example. This is a man of God, and we need more men of God. I remember reading about St. Athanasius, who was exiled five times. And I see a similarity with Bishop Strickland. Because he, the saint back in the 4th century said, let him have the churches, we have the faith. And I see Strickland saying this, come on, don't compromise, even if the Holy See is compromising on things at this Senate. We know better. That's not going to work. We're going to stick to the deposit of faith, and that's how we're going to handle it. All right, let's bring the smartest guy into the room, Archbishop Oh, oh Sheena and this fits right into the gospel, Bishop Sheen says, if we do not live as we think, we soon begin to think as we live. Think about that. I know it sounds like, that's simple. Yeah, if we do not live as we think, in other words, if we live contrary to the gospel and we do, you know, the unholy trinity, me, myself, and I, then we live a reckless life. But we begin to think as we live if we if we do we live according to God's word that's where our joy will come from not from doing our own thing and I think when you hear next week's show with Father Charles Murr from the Life of Christ on Monday um, of next week he did a great job on the Annunciation of Mary and showing how we are mod- Mary's our model to follow so it's giving our life over to Christ and our will over to God to say Not my will, but the Father's will. And that's how we're supposed to live and be joyful in our faith because we're not doing it our way, we're doing it His way. And you have heard me say this before. There's a song they sing in hell. I did it my way. And then there's a song they sing in heaven. I did it His way. Yeah, it's not Frank Sinatra. But bottom line is, you got to do it God's way if you want true happiness. When we come back from the break, Dr... Scott will be with us to talk about the problem of marijuana. Also, don't forget we have a rally with Bishop Sheen on the 14th of October. We have a priest who was converted as a teenager, 13-year-old teenager, to the Catholic faith in a communist country, and then he became a Catholic priest. He's celebrating Mass at this event, and he's going to share his story of his conversion to the Catholic faith by the writings of Archbishop Fulton Sheen. Go to vmpr.org or call us at 877-526-2151, and you can, yes, you can join us either streaming it or being there at the Sacred Heart Chapel in person. Yes, I'm too inspired to be tired, I'm too protected to be dejected, and I'm too renewed to be subdued. You're listening to the Terry and Jesse Show. Dr. Uh, Scott French is my guest. Stay with us, family. Welcome back. I see Dr. Scott French is our friend of the family of, I say, the family of God and the family of here at Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Doc, welcome back to the Terry and Jesse show. Thanks for having me, Terry. Are you kidding me? I have this article. Here's what I want to set for everybody. We're going to talk about a problem and then we're going to talk about a solution in the last segment that you got to wait to hear because it's about the Eucharist and what Doc is doing up in San Francisco to help bring about a greater love for Jesus and the real presence. So we're going to tie this in. Doc, this article from the Daily Mail, it says health effects of of weed, of marijuana, lay bare. Marijuana is behind 3 in 10 schizophrenia cases and can be a death sentence to pregnant users. But unfortunately, the Biden administration still wants to ease restrictions on the drug. I mean, there's more than 40 million adults used marijuana more than double 10 years ago. So we're really having uh, some trends, and we have statistics. The long-term effects of the recent legislation are now just becoming known. Um, A nationwide social experiment launched by the wave of marijuana legalizations is finally bearing results in the form of higher depression rates and addiction. So I'm going to bring this up and then throw it to you, because for those who don't know your background, Doc, first respond, but give us—you've been in ER rooms— Uh, And I'll just throw this at you. I know I read the article about guys my age who smoked marijuana in the 60s and then started doing it now, and they're in the ER room because the THC level is so much higher that they're in terrible shape, and they're going into the ER rooms in a high number. So I want to first say, give us your background because you've been a doctor for years, and you also work at the ER rooms. You've been responsible for a lot of that. Can you share a little background for our listeners, please, to refresh our memory? Sure. Yeah. Thanks, Terry. So
1: I I was trained as an emergency physician, uh, trained actually in Los Angeles at Harbor UCLA and uh, then went on to faculty at Stanford and a variety of other places um, and then uh, transferred out of that to private practice. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I managed and hired medical directors uh, literally in Many, many states, but primarily West. Mm -hmm. So I set up ERs, hired and trained the medical directors. Wow. Um, And so I've seen what's been going on for, you know, a couple decades now. And, um, and frankly, that's why I got into all this (laughs) with the Catholic Church, because I noticed back in 2000, early 2000s, that I was seeing more and more children in my emergency department with suicide uh, um, attempts. Whereas before, you know, adolescence, there's always adolescent issues and and things like that, but not with, you know, eight-year-olds, 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds. And sure enough, these studies showed, uh, there was a study that looked at suicide attempts amongst the youth between 2007 and 2017, a 50, 50 five zero percent increase. Horrible. It's just incredible. And then with fear of death imposed by the COVID lockdowns, a fifty percent uh increase in uh, suicide Ouch. attempts by adolescent girls. Wow. So we're destroying our youth yeah. left and right. Uh there's a, this attack on uh, uh the family, and again, as as a doctor, it became pretty obvious to me. We're in the midst of a huge spiritual battle over truth, absolutely. And part of that truth is what's good for you, what's not good for you, (laughs) what medicines work and what medicines don't, and 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 also, you know, are we are we really um, just random molecules put together, or there really was (laughs) a creator God? And that's why we're going to get into the second segment. But that's really why archbishop corleone yeah also the warrior uh for you know truth and faith it, it that's why there are 21st century eucharistic miracles god is showing us no 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 um i create life absolutely uh, i created both the physical world and the supernatural or immaterial world or invisible world yes life does not come from the physical world and that's what the 21st century christian miracle show amongst other things We yes we go into all those Absolutely. But this is just related to the medical issues so what you know so what we've done is we've removed god from our schools mm-hmm. and we replaced him with Satan right so we, yes we put, you know because we now we can we can tell children that their feelings are what determines their genetics, oh, which is anti-science. Uh, we can tell children that they're um, not uh, valuable human beings, a unique human being. They're lucky that their mom didn't abort them because their mom was going to be a movie star. Right. So, so is it any wonder that there's a skyrocketing depression, anxiety, suicidality, anxiety, uh Multiple others, and so people, you know, when you don't have God, you got to turn to yourself, and, right. and yourself isn't isn't God. So you then look for drugs and other Makes ways sense. to, to you know, calm your nerves and make you feel better, and and so that's why we're seeing this huge rise of increase in violence in our youth. Yes, uh, it's all reality, anxiety, depression. Yes, it's all related. it's yes. spiritual warfare, and unfortunately, we have. Uh, uh so called Catholic gov- uh, government leaders yeah. that are promoting this uh, satanic attack on their children, frankly. And,
0: and you know, Doc, so- I, I just want to jump in and say there's 8 million adults that are men, working age men, <clears throat> that are not working today. And I looked at the statistics, they average over 40 hours a week looking on the internet and entertaining themselves or watching YouTube or whatever it is. But the, uh, increase of we have 40 million adults that's an increase of 16 per, that's a 16 percent of the population are using marijuana uh that's just a huge amount of people being self-medicated and my question to you as a medical doctor and obviously on the spiritual and we are going to get to that at the eucharist and how meaning and purpose of life i want to get to that this next segment too. but i want to get your response to to what um the effect of illicit drugs. And I say illicit. When I was a kid, marijuana was not legal. Now we have 40 states that have legalized marijuana. And I thought about the car accidents. I've seen statistics on that where people get into accidents because they're high. Uh, There was a time when they said you couldn't get high on marijuana. What's the difference with the marijuana of the 1960s and the 2022?
1: Right. So it gets again back to truth in medicine. We've lost truth in medicine as we've lost truth in a lot of other things. So um we so the end of the day, yeah, part of the problem is that the concentration of the active ingredient THC is is much higher, much higher concentration. And so it's easier to overdose. So while back in the sixties and I guess even seventies, mm-hmm. we, it was rare in the emergency departments to, for them to see, um, you know, problems from intoxication, but not seizures, not deaths, not schizophrenia those, but now the concentrations are so much higher, but, but, but here again, it goes back to that original thing. Why do you need, you know, why do you need narcotics? Why do you need, you know, why do you need drugs? Because again, this, just this, this problem of despair and depression and i'm worthless as a human being oh. um and there is no afterlife so so it, it, there's symptoms of all the same problems but but that's the medical part but again goes just back like to this with, with this yep. it's the same thing with covid yes with the vaccine yes. we did the same thing we typically in what I call prehistoric medicine prior to to uh, march 2020 I like that line medicine. prehistoric <laughs> yeah so prehistoric medicine, we used to do what's called a risk benefit ratio yes. for, for for any treatment, you know, whether it's marijuana right. or whatever, and 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 it wasn't a financial; it was a what's the risk of the treatment versus the benefit of yeah, the treatment. So 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 with the COVID vaccine, and just focusing on children, yeah, um, uh, the vaccine doesn't protect um and it has harms as we've now learned and we warned early on yep but it's now been proven uh, you know again we would suppress the truth now and in, in all aspects of, of of government um everything has suppressed the media and the government are colluding to suppress the truth about these things yeah. and so the problem is is that um people don't hear the truth amen uh, Fortunately, people have wisened up about getting the COVID vaccine for their children because it only causes harm. The risk-benefit ratio is upside down for children. So early on, the vaccine probably did work uh, for elderly people, but certainly not now. It's not working because it's, again, natural laws. Viruses become more infective and less lethal. But again, we don't go by natural laws anymore (laughs) because we don't don't support true science anymore. So... um, so that's what's going on with that is that is that the, the benefit yeah. of marijuana originally remember it was used for medicinally because yes. it did reduce nausea in cancer patients. Right. I read funny. that. Uh, but now to use it recreational stuff, you're, you're not, you know, they're not taking it because they have nausea problems. Yeah. They're taking it for, you know, to get high because yeah. again, they're it, they're in despair you know they're they, the the world is not treating them well the world will entertain them but doesn't doesn't treat them well so so um, so what's happening is they're turning to you know substance just like alcohol sure. has traditionally been and same with heroin and yeah. the drug. these are these are people that are in despair have need help and they turn to drugs which unfortunately, uh, decreases their lifespan and has problems. So, yeah. so this idea that you know, again, it was sold back when when it was approved at the states, the first states. I forget which ones were the first ones to do it. Colorado. You know, it's going to be harmless. Well, again, it was at a lower dose, so yep. it was more yep. equivalent to alcohol. But now it's at higher concentration and it's in candy and everything. So people take a lot of it and they don't realize how much they're taking. Wow. And so we're so seeing the results. So again if we're honest we'd say you know wait this you know we've done this experiment it's harming our yeah. children and adults let's get rid of it uh, i agree with not criminalizing it but get you know let's get rid of it
0: amen so, can can i jump in and ask a question that a lot of people are thinking are listening and saying what about we keep hearing that covid's coming back and there's round 2 coming as a medical doctor i just as your advice to tell people What do we, what, what can we expect and can our immune system really fight uh, a second round like it did, like my immune system fought um, COVID off of my, myself, but what, what, what are your thoughts as a medical doctor?
1: Well, see, again, um, I've got to go back to medical school because (laughs) prior to March, 2020, (laughs) Mm -hmm. we understood that... um, even though I taught medical school, I guess I was teaching the wrong thing because in 20, we yeah. knew that viruses mutate to become less lethal and more infective. Yes, but but as you'll remember, in 20 and 2021, we were like, well, gosh, we're not sure. So again, I was involved with setting up COVID in in uh, response to California, and so early on, we were all, yeah, everyone's going to die. Let's do what we need to do. Yeah, but over time. You know, again, you observe. We we er ers were the canaries in the in the coal mine. We realize, wait, not everyone's yeah. dying. There's people yeah. that risk are, and
0: benefit that
1: Go Yep. And let's let's you know let's <laughs> treat the, the people at risk and you know prevent it as much as we can. Well, um, that's what happened, and we just never reported that. Gosh, it became less by the time uh, by the time. Um, Omicron came along. It yeah. was far less lethal. Yeah, it wasn't killing like the original two versions were, um, and and the vaccines weren't working. But again, we you know that news was suppressed.
0: When we come back, a quick break with Dr. Scott French to we'll follow up on that question, and then we're going to get into the solution. Stay with us, family. We'll be right back. After- Welcome back to the. Indeed, welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. Uh, Dr. Scott French is here with our guest. uh, Amazing topic, marijuana, what's going on, how it's linked to several mental health issues. But I want to just say this, Doc, not from the medical perspective, from the moral perspective. It's morally sinful for any of us to get drunk. Why? Or get high on marijuana or any other illicit drug? Because we lose a gift that God's given us. It's free will. And when we do that, you're giving, you're, 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 committing a serious sin because then now you're doing things without free will and you put yourself into that. So I just want to mention that. And I also, this last question, and then I want to talk to the solution. That's our Catholic faith. Doc, um, they said that that chronic marijuana use quadruples a person's risk of being diagnosed with bipolar disorder. I have to tell you, Doc, from anecdotal evidence i'm running into a lot of people who are bipolar bipolar and i'm wondering if this health, this report you showing the connection that it seems like a lot of people have more mental problems than we've ever had before am i on to something well yeah yeah i think uh there there definitely is a spiritual
1: component yes. To mental health and i think oh, yeah. we're finally realizing that oh yeah uh, because we are again it gets back to the to this um <clears throat> to this gnosticism yeah. which uh, morphed into the wokeness of the body is bad and the spirit is good sort of thing we're in soul bodies and that's really what yep. the 21st century eucharistic miracles show but i want to just finish yes yeah, sure. uh, uh, on on uh what happened with COVID and what they're trying to do now? Yeah, is, yeah we need to know that is um, is to weaponize yet again fear of death.
0: Yeah.
1: and and it, we can recognize that this was a spiritual battle, not a medical battle. Because if you remember,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you could go to a riot during the midst of COVID. <laughs> You couldn't go to church. You could even go to a gentleman's club. and you know, Right. Wrong. You you, you, could, you could go to an abortion clinic.
0: Yes. You
1: couldn't go to a pro-life clinic. So it's either one of two things. Either this virus is the smartest virus we've ever known. <laughs> and it only kills Christians. Exactly. Or there's something else behind this. Right. And so that's what's going on again. But again, the good news is people woke up. Yes. Uh, 80% of Families did not get their children vaccinated despite the pushing. I
0: didn't realize it was that high um, so, so
1: God, God bless those parents because yeah. they realized even though they were forced to by their employers in many cases they had no choice, they realized that wait a minute, this is only harming our children. why are we pushing this? It's not been tested long term like we always did mm-hmm. again in prehistoric medicine where we would do long-term testing in children because they can have long- term results. You give a drug to a eighty year old and there's an adverse event well. You know, uh, if that's 10 years down the road, it's not gonna affect him. But you know, in in a in a uh in a 10-year-old, you give something that could have an effect 20, 30 years ago, like myocarditis. Yeah. That, that's not a good thing. Yeah. So uh people were you know, parents were uh were much more concerned about their children, and so they didn't. So I think what's gonna happen yet again, they're gonna try. Yeah, uh, because again, weaponized fear of death. That's in Hebrews two, 14 through 15. Fear right. of death. With Satan, so people don't realize it, but this is you know this we 're in this spiritual battle over truth so back to back to but, the but just, the, but just back up
0: for one second doc so what's your recommendation in the sense of round two? should we count on our immune system in many cases if you're in health you're in good health uh, what what can we do to is there other medical uh, techniques that we can help ourselves stay healthy and not be afraid? Of this virus?
1: So um, there are four, now five circulating COVID, uh, COVID viruses, oh, coronaviruses. Wow. So, so COVID, COVID-19 yeah. is it originally called, right. is now the fifth circulating. Uh, and so something like, uh, I think the latest statistic, something over 90% of children have already had it. Huh. Something like over 90% of, of adults have already had it. So again, what Herd we immunity. used to teach now again we got we got leaders in in the CDC et cetera that uh, you know have invented new medicine so uh, you know I I haven't seen their data but they claim that natural immunity doesn't work Herd but it immunity. does work it always does work of course uh, and particularly once you've had it yes. in fact, uh Dr Fauci was uh, on tape in the 80s is a great there's a great video of a on YouTube yep on YouTube where he is she has had um <laughs> i love that one she, she had influenza yeah. and she's wondering if she should get the vaccine and again young dumber dr fauci says oh no uh natural immunity is always better than vaccine immunity uh he says it three or four times yeah. now fast forward to 2020 and a wiser uh uh, more uh Dr. Fauci then says, well, we don't know about natural means. So again, I got to go back to medical school because I didn't know the laws <laughs> of nature were changeable <laughs> like that. Uh, that's a viral natural law. I'm sorry. Um, so, you know, that's, that's what's going on. So uh, and people are waking up. Uh, so yeah, that's, yes. that's what's going on. We, we get in, it's the back to the spiritual battle over truth. Yeah. And now we've, we've, um, and most doctors can't say anything because they're if they're if they if they do not they get fired if they if they say something uh, i've met pediatricians and such they're they're supposed to push us it's it's just incredible what we're doing well let's get to us god showed up that's that's why there's the 21st century eucharistic miracle let's get to the solution
0: to all this fear the eucharist is really
1: not, not only is it jesus christ god in the fullness of time you know in the fullness of time there was the incarnation well in the fullness of time we have the 21st century eucharistic miracles and the shroud of current right what both of these show Mm -hmm. is that life doesn't come from the material world right god loves us so much he only gave us his only begotten son because every eucharistic miracle has the body blood and soul which is the human nature Mm -hmm. and the divinity which is why it's alive it's living heart tissue right. years after this miracle occurred living heart tissue so the sacred heart of jesus is right there in front of us bleeding right. for us type a b blood just like is the same as on the shroud of turin and every one of these miracles there are white blood cells in it which are a sign of stress remember luke twenty two forty four. uh jesus uh sweats blood luke was a gentile physician yep. and so it's living heart tissue and, and white blood cells only exist outside the body for 30 minutes. That's interesting. So all of these, um, all of these miracles are, they all have that in common. Uh, the last, the last, the latest one was on December 25th, 2013. God has a sense of humor. Yeah,
0: really? Uh, you think?
1: <laughs> and, uh, and it is um, uh, same thing. It's living heart tissue that again, I'll, uh, all examined by physicians, non-believers, and they come to the conclusion. Uh, the one is Sokoko Poland in two thousand eight, yeah. under uh, October, 22nd, uh, so October 15th, twenty second. Sorry, October fifteenth, two thousand
0: eight. Uh, is it... yeah, we just got lost. a good doctor, but he's pointing out the Eucharistic miracles that are coming in today in, in a modern world. And I think God's doing that doc, just to show people because we've had such a, a lack yeah, of, uh, all these accusations uh, oppressive... about, about, um, uh,
1: the, um, uh, about, uh, that this was made up and all that. So they sent it to another medical school and they said the same thing. You yeah. can't explain this. So, um, so that's what they're there. I mean, there's a lot to go through. There's a lot behind all this, but, but basically God is showing us he's in charge of life and death. We have the and new ethical Experiences show that the even the New York Academy of Science in 2022 said there is overwhelming evidence that your consciousness, which we would call the soul, survives bodily death. There's so much medical evidence. Yes. So again, uh, the truth is out there. We just you know it gets suppressed, and that's what we have to do is proclaim it. That's well. That's well,
0: Doc, it. let me ask you this because I'm excited about what the work you're called to do up in San Francisco, Archbishop Cordileone, one of my good friends as the Archbishop of San Francisco. What is he doing and what are you doing to participate to bring a greater love of the Blessed Sacrament to his flock?
1: Well, again, as you said, Archbishop Corleone recognizes that we're in this spiritual battle. And so he also recognizes that the Eucharist is the solution. Mm -hmm. And we now have the 21st century science to affirm what the Catholic Church has believed since day one, that the Eucharist truly is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. Uh, it's all loving God, only begotten son came down to earth. We have that that evidence now in the Shroud of Turn and the 21st century Eucharistic miracles, that life, it comes from, you know, comes directly from God. It's part of the immaterial world, the transphysical world, physical world doesn't create life. How do electrons spinning around protons give you the concept (laughs) of equals mc squared how's that happen yeah really why don't rocks why don't rocks think and talk and walk you know you mean what you know what happened five billion almost five billion years ago the earth was rocks and water how did you get walking talking thinking rocks how does that happen it doesn't happen by the physical world no,
0: design
1: real world the spiritual world it really exists and all all those Knuckle dragging people for the first two thousand years of our history realized that, but we're so smart now we don't realize
0: that. Yeah, so, right. <laughs>
1: so, so, so that's uh, that's what's going on. You, you know, those same uh, people realized that child sacrifice was bad, and yeah. once Christianity came, it went away and and then of course we were so modern we realized that we needed to bring back child sacrifice with abortion and now that it's now that it's uh now that Roe versus Wade is being uh, was overturned Satan is not a happy camp no
0: he is not so, you
1: no know, that's what uh that's what we need to you know keep doing is keep bringing the truth
0: and when we come back from the break let's get specific about what your work here is called in the San Francisco diocese Doctor, we'll be sharing that with much, much more when we come back. But I also want to, we have a a, a Bishop Sheen rally coming up October 14th. We have uh, Dr. Peter Howard, who's the man that's behind the petition drive to get Bishop Sheen beatified. Also, we have a priest who was converted by Bishop Sheen in a communist country. Are you ready for that? And after he, he converts, he becomes a Catholic priest. And this is so much, so amazing that Father Joseph will be here to share that. I'm going to be talking about Bishop Sheen on evangelization. Matthew Arnold will be talking about St. Thomas Aquinas and Fulton Sheen and how he brought that in. We'll have some adoration. We'll have confession. Wow. Stay with you. can register by going to virginmostpowerfulradio.org or call us at 877 526 215. When we come back, let's find out what the good doctor's doing in San Francisco instill a love for the Holy Eucharist and much, much more on the Terry and Jesse Show. Stay with us, family. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Jesse's out until tomorrow. My good friend, Dr. Scott French is here. And this is what I think is the solution, okay? The whole, Eucharist is the source and summit of the Christian life. We talked about fear. When we actually receive the Holy Eucharist and we have a understanding of who we're receiving, it's a game changer. And the good doctor now is in the San Francisco diocese with the invitation of Archbishop Cor de Leon to go and share Eucharistic miracles, uh, talks, uh, to talk about the shroud. Give us an, a, a story of... Who you're talking to, and also, can people ask you to come and speak at their parish? So that's my question. Sure, yeah. So uh, we're tr-
1: primarily yeah. trying to get to our uh, youth because they're the ones, of the youth, oh, you yeah, know, the future of the church, ones un- under uh, under assault. But we're actually going to every parish, and we're going to go wow. to every uh, Catholic school. Wow. Uh, and um so we're going what are you going to
0: do in every catholic school tell us what you're going to do we're going to do
1: presentations we're going to do round tables there's going to be a variety of ways we're going to do this and we're going to do this at um we're we're trying to reinstitute you know what we the catholic faith is about it's about community It's communion yes about you know about god's in charge of life and death and 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 he sacrificed himself exactly. to save us from sin and death yes. and we've forgotten that 70% of catholics don't believe in the real presence so it's because we live in a protestant world yes. and a protestant country and um and so catholics have imbibed that too and frankly we, you know we've not done a good job of teaching this and that's why again in the fullness of time God has given us these miracles to show. Wait a minute! Here's reality. Right. What's happened is this battle over truth is 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 the the side of darkness is on the side of unreality. You can mm-hmm. change your sex. You can change yeah. your. You, know, you 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 can take as much drugs as you want. And it'll make you feel better. None of that will make you feel better. It's an emptiness. It's this is this the loneliness. It's emptiness. It's depression, and God's a solution because. He, he does love us. You we were created unique human beings to, to join him in heaven. Our real home is heaven. Amen. It's not Mother Earth. We need to take care of Earth, but it's not Mother Earth. It's God created the physical world and the transphysical world. Our souls are destined for heaven, and they're immortal. So what happens in this life is a blip compared to uh, what, what our <laughs> eternal life is. And so that's what these Eucharistic miracles uh, uh, show. And that faith in science, you couldn't have science without a rational God. We're made in the image of God. Well, guess what? God is rational. There's natural laws. The soul doesn't follow natural laws because it's not from the physical world. And we lost this idea that we're in souled bodies. This Gnosticism that the body's bad and the the soul is good. That's where you get extreme environmentalism. Get rid of people. That's right big on the earth that's right that's what's going on we're in this spiritual battle and the eucharist is the answer and so that you know more and more people are realizing that and i think what's going to happen is a lot of protestants are going to realize that this is really the solution to what the what the culture of death is 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 showing us right now the only way that you know there's the culture of death that every solution involves death you know Mm -hmm. uh, or or you know (laughs) or drugging yourself yeah you know the true joy of living in freedom, yes, to live how we were supposed to be, how we were made to be. It was joy, you know, we're made in the image of God, that's where a real home is. And again, that the with Eucharistic miracles show is too is that our God sees our our, our wounds, right? Yeah. he sees humanity up in heaven, that's where a real home is. Mm-hmm. That's what this is really showing. So it's resonating with people, um, and um, it. it you know, hopefully this will catch on, uh, on, you know,
0: absolutely
1: throughout our nation, because again, think about it. San Francisco is the heart of darkness, right? It's, it's, uh, oh, yeah. territory. That's where the sexual revolution started. Uh, we have Catholic politicians, uh, promoting abortion right. out of the area. And, um, and, uh, it, you know, we have a lot of darkness and guess what? The light always shines through the darkness. And so that's yeah. So that's what uh, that's what's going on.
0: Well, Doc, I always think of in my in my book that I wrote, How to Share Your Faith with Anyone the effects of living in the presence of God. Now, you're, when you're before a Eucharistic king, that's the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. When people get that, I've, I've talked to so many people, I said, I didn't know that. I've been a Catholic all my life. And that's what you're explaining to people. But living in the presence of God results in several beneficial effects. And this is key to our faith. It preserves us from sin. It increases our faith. It strengthens our hope. It perfects our love, and I love the last one. It brings us closer to our guardian angel. So the work you're doing in sharing the gospel about the belief in the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist, from John 6, Lives of the Saints, Eucharistic Miracles, I believe that people, when they hear it, will respond. And, Doc, I I know you've been doing this for years. Am I on to something? Don't people realize—how many people have come up to you and say, Thank you, Doc, I didn't realize that about our faith. Don't you get that all the time?
1: it's it's amazing. And Tell the me. other thing the other thing that we're going to do is, you know, have eucharistic adoration. Oh,
0: uh, we're going to have
1: confession.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness.
1: Uh, and and uh, it it's life-changing. It is. it is life-changing for people. And, and and frankly, it's very sad. I mean, I have a lot of people come up and they're crying, you know, like, I never heard this, never yeah. understood it. It's really a tragedy. That's why we're really focusing on trying to get to to everyone, obviously, but we really want to get to our kids because our kids are under yes. tremendous assault right now. Our families are under tremendous assault. But yes, the, the confession, the Eucharistic adoration, yeah. it changes lives. Oh, yeah. And 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 the other thing that I neglected to mention, but it's hard, there's so much I can't talk about yeah. in this short <laughs> time, but but the, the two of the Eucharistic miracles are related to Carlo Cudi's, which ah. is basically... God is affirming that he's the first millennial saint, which, again, appeals to the 21st uh, millennial generation. So the so Carla Cudis, as people probably know, yes, 15 year old who died. He had a huge devotion to the mm-hmm. Eucharist. He's got a lot of, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, he would always want to stop by and say hi hey, to Jesus. And he didn't come from a very pious family. His mother yeah. uh, says that um, anyway, uh, he died on October 15th, 2000. 2006. Mm-hmm. 10 days later was the Tixla, Mexico, Eucharistic miracle, which was on October 22nd. Wow. Uh, um, um, uh, uh, I'm sorry, October 12th is when he died, mm-hmm. October 12th, uh, 20, 2006. And the, uh, the, the miracle at Tixla, Mexico is on October uh, 22nd. 2006. And that's where the blood is coming from the middle mm. of the Eucharist of so the type baby blood just yeah. like on their it turn like in every other's yep. turns into heart tissue. Yep. Well, then the Sokoko pollen one, the same one where you can't tell where the bread stops and the, the heart tissue begins uh, affirming transubstantiation. Yeah. That occurred on the same day, mm. October 12, 2008 so the same day two years later so a lot of people uh connecting the dots say that this is god saying you know guess what carly cruz is the first millennial of course. saint. And he's the one awesome. that started that website of all the eucharistic miracles he yeah, categorized them um, all yeah yeah so that's awesome so uh it is the salvation again the fullness of time yeah. god is saying hey look eucharistic adoration getting people back to mass doing confession that's what our uh, bishop corleone is is all about and um He's leading his flock
0: like God bless him for that, Doctor. I want to just give a tweet, a little, a plug. Bishop Joseph Strickland is on next in this recording I did of his show last week. He quoted a general audience of the Holy Father Pope Paul VI back on January nineteenth, nineteen seventy-two, and it deals with how we are to deal with truth and the Church. It'll knock you off your horse. This is one of my favorite shows after several years of doing these shows with Bishop Strickland. If you can't get it on your station, just type in Virgin Most Powerful Radio on your smartphone and download the free app because this is one of my favorite shows. Uh, We talked about the needs of the church right now. And this is a man who really knows the person of Jesus Christ, and you can see it and hear it in him. So please consider listening to the next show, the Bishop Strickland Hour, that's on every Tuesday here on Virgin Most Powerful Radio. Uh, Dr. Scott French, how can people get you to come and do what you're doing in San Francisco for the, for the diocese there? Do they you want to just contact me, and then I'll get you hold of you? Would that work? Yeah, be, yeah that that works. That works great. Okay. Yeah. So contact me, Terry Barber. My cell number 661. Nine seven two seven eight seven two. if you want the good doctor to come and speak at your parish on these Eucharistic miracles, Shroud of Turin. The man, uh, he'll, he'll rest five minutes after he's dead. Uh, I think he's going to continue to spread this. He's passionate about the faith. That's why I have him on. Not because he's a medical doctor, but because he's in love with Jesus Christ and his bride, the church, and he's going to share it with anyone who will listen. Doc, I want to thank you for taking the time again I know you're a busy man to share your love for Jesus Christ in the Holy Eucharist.
1: Well, just to, I want people to remember, thanks for the kind words. It's really, it's all the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus is the Eucharist. Yes. The Eucharist is the medicine of immortality. We've lost that, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's lots of arguments against it, but the reality is the truth is reality. And yeah. that, and we have overwhelming evidence, overwhelming evidence. So, it's it's, it's such a blessing at this time. It's a great time to be alive. We're in the midst of this huge spiritual battle over truth. It's a one, it's wonderful. We're called, we don't have to join in, but we're called to, uh, to, to shine a light in the darkness. It's a great time to be alive.
0: Most I I agree totally. And I, and I'm glad that Virgin Most Powerful Radio partners with you in spreading the gospel of of Jesus Christ, especially love for Jesus in the Holy Eucharist. The Second Vatican Council, I repeat it always, says the Eucharist is the source and summit of the Christian life. And when you don't know who Jesus is in the Eucharist, you miss so much of our faith. And that's why I'm just happy to hear that you're going in and sharing with young people, especially young people. I guarantee you, Doc, if you get a young person who has a relationship with Jesus Christ, he'll never leave the church he won't, because no one else has the body, blood, soul, and divinity of yeah. Jesus Christ. They're
1: the ones that are most excited when, when they hear it. They go, like, "This is great." I mean, they, yeah. they, 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 you know, our minds, yes. uh, our minds are a little bit more open. Yeah, <laughs> they you close, think? Get older, and they've been inundated with the with the indoctrination. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the, the youth, they go nuts over this. Like, wow, yeah, that's so, awesome! Wonderful to see. Yeah. Well, I'm
0: fired up. I was in, in, uh, Bishop Sheen is the one who got me on the Eucharist. Folks, I'm gonna ask the good doctor if he remembers what state we should be living in, brother. State of grace. State of grace. And remind I want to remind everybody the message of Fatima, very Eucharistic message, you know, with reparation. Reparation for reparation. the sins of mankind. And remember, Our Lady of Fatima said that souls are going to hell because no one is there to pray and make sacrifices. I don't care if you're four years old or 104. You can participate in the salvific work of Jesus Christ by making every action like a blank check, offering it to Jesus for the salvation of souls. Please seriously consider doing that. And don't forget, in one minute, our America's bishop, Bishop Joseph Strickland, will be on to talk about his Catholic faith and how we can fall deeper in love with Jesus. Stay tuned for that right after this break. I want to thank everybody who supports us here at Virgin Most Powerful Radio. We couldn't do it without you. A big shout-out to all our supporters. I want to say may God richly bless you and your family. And stay tuned for the Bishop Strickland Hour on Virgin's post powerful Radio. God bless you.